Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. Your music now. This is Beat. Talk to a gauge there. Beat 102. Hain and all the door. Hain and all the tree. There's my pig Irish. Uh, that's Pushing Up Daisies from the academic that's taken from their album Sitting Pretty, which was released this week and went straight in at number one in the Irish album charts. So great to see that, uh, the academic, because everything, I haven't heard the full album yet, I'll be honest with you, but everything I've heard from it has been fabulous. Their last album was great. Their EPs are excellent. They're fabulous live. I think they're a great band and I would love to see them get some international success. Uh, that would be rather lovely, so it would. Uh, now, right, this is Earth Beats with Rob. O'Connor and it's interview time and live in the Beat 102-103 studio bathed in a strange sort of neon red light is Dashida aka Gavin McDermott but Dashida sounds cooler uh, Gavin how are you or Dashida <laughs> I'm great Rob how are you I'm good tell me now right how did you arrive at the name Dashoda or Dashida how, right wait, Correct me on my pronunciation first. I would say Dashoda. Okay, Dashoda. Okay. But I can, you can be your interpretation as well, you know. It's a okay. blank canvas. Okay. <laughs> well, a blank canvas, but it also starts with D and N. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah. right. So where where does the name, where does Dashida start? Or where does Gavin end and Dashida start? Or Dashoda start? It pro- was probably 2015, which was a while back now, but I finished college and I had been playing like um, acoustic, this guitar I have here actually, um, like all through college and doing the kind of uh, acoustic thing. And then I got into Ableton like around the time I was about 22 or 23 and like did a course okay. in the Sound Training Centre. And um, I was started to make stuff with a bit more of an electronic uh, feel to it, just playing around with synths and drum machines. And I had a good friend called uh, Darren Olin. Uh, who's based in Gorey has a studio there and he kind of suggested well, why not stick another name on it so uh, I remember sitting around the kitchen table with my, my stepdad and my mom, and we were like going through just lists of random words and stuff and there was like a composite word we came up with um, and it was Dashoda and I just thought oh that sounds interesting so <laughs> it kind of stuck I, and I didn't release anything under that name until 2019 but I always liked the idea of leaving the door open for you know, somebody else to come in and collaborate or just to take it in whatever direction. It could also be, so you're a solo artist, but I suppose it could be a band as well. It could be a two-piece or a five-piece or, or whatever. That's you, it, yeah. Whatever you need to grow, you know. Exactly, yeah, because I, th- I think it was kind of like, I was probably starting to listen to like more electronic producers and they, mm. they would have a moniker, but maybe it's just one, one guy or girl or whatever. So yeah. um, I think that was it. I was kind of avoiding committing to anything and it just stuck. But you were saying off air that when you were playing as a kind of an acoustic singer-songwriter, Writer, you were also playing under the name, which is your first name, yeah. Gavin, and your middle name, which is James. <laughs> <laughs> so you were playing under Gavin James for what? Yeah, well, Gav- uh, under the name Gavin James. Yeah, it was it was actually Gavin James McDermott, I think, which is like really pretentious now that I look back. Okay, but, uh, right. So, but I dropped I dropped the James, and I was getting people liking my little Facebook page, thinking <laughs> I was the you know the other Gavin James. But uh, and I've met Gavin James before, and I've told him this, and he kind of just thought it was bizarre or whatever. But <laughs> brilliant. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Dash Oda, it's uh, definitely unique. So, uh, fair play to you. Listen, oh, let's have a listen to your current single. So, this is brand new. This is called Sultan. Uh, it's a, And it's a collaboration between yourself and also Jackie Beverly. We've yeah. featured her stuff on the show oh, in the past great. as well. Uh, this is taken from your EP Never Enough, which is coming out in the middle of March. We'll talk about that in a few moments. But uh, yeah, let's have a listen to this, right? So, this is Sultan from Dash Oda. Featuring Jackie Beverly and uh, Dash Oda, aka Gavin, is also going to perform something live for us on his wonderful Martin acoustic guitar in a few moments. Anyway, enjoy this. Mm-hmm. 
having a little sway here in the Beat 102-103 studios to that. It's uh, Sultan from Deshoda featuring Jackie Beverly and Deshoda is here with me live in studio. Uh, we were just talking about the, kind of the production of that and the, the way it came about. You said that was a song that you were kind of hanging on to the chorus yeah. for a couple of years from kind of your old acoustic days. Yeah, it was probably a little bit... I actually have this piano at home. It's a, a Korg SV-1 and it's it's like a stage keyboard but it has yeah. a valve in it and... Um, it, it does like the Rhodes, uh, Fender Rhodes sound and Whirly oh, sound. So it's really wow. dirty and kind of um, kind of saturated sound. And so started on that. And then I think I had some like dodgy 70s drum samples. And um, I just, I could never finish the verse. I, I kind of probably started writing this in 2018. And then I knew I wanted to release it because it, it stuck with me. And then kind of asked Jackie here, do you want to, we said we'd work on something together. So we came in, but there was enough there, I'd say for her to still be interested. You know, if you're asking someone to come in and it was kind of already done. Yeah. So um, yeah. So so it's really that's the first time it's been on the radio as well. I think. Is it, isn't it funny how an idea comes around can can just stick in your mind and okay, five years later, ten years later, five months later, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it can you, the time can be right for it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, like yeah. I'm doing a project at the moment with a, a theatre company, and I'm working. With one of the pieces is a piece that I, I I will say I won't say I wrote, but I I mucked about with about ten years okay. ago. And it was never right, it never worked, and now is the time we could actually wow. that idea you know, I can reach into the vault and pull out this idea and now I'm not working with a blank page, I have something to start with. Yeah. Now it's changing obviously from what it was yeah. ten years ago. But it's it's just I've noticed that and you're not the first musician who's been in here and said, Actually that was a song <laughs> that I wrote X number of years ago, but this time it worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You probably find when you're you were working on that like you, you're thinking back to the 10 years ago and you're understanding stuff about yourself back then that maybe you didn't realise at the time because yeah. you kind of have this benefit of hindsight. Yeah. So, so there's like stuff in the lyrics now when I'm listening back, I'm like, oh yeah, I know, I know where that comes from now. Or, yeah, you think the song is about one thing, but actually it's not. It's about something many else. Things, yeah, yeah I, know, I, I know that feeling and I suspect anyone who's ever written a song or a poem or anything is, uh, can relate with that. Oh yeah. Come here, I want to talk to you about your kind of production style and the sound that you have. So uh, I was very impressed with Looking For You, the, the song you had, you. A, a song last year. We played a lot on the show, actually. It was great. Yeah, yeah, no, thank um, you so much. You're very you. welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for me. It was easy because uh, <laughs> it's very hard to play shite, but good songs, no problem. Okay. Uh, the right. So what I loved is that there's a kind of an 80s vibe to that right now. You're probably sick of people shouting 80s, <laughs> right? Or synthwave or whatever you're having yourself. But, that production style has come back in vogue. You know, a lot of kind of classic sounding analog type synths. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Those particular kind of drum samples. What is it about that sound that attracts you? I think I first became interested in this when I watched the movie Drive. Right? <gasps> yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's gonna, some soundtrack. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. And it, it, Clint Clint Mansell and uh, College, the real human being. That one. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. that that was probably the song as well. And there's a beautiful moment when they're driving down that you know the dry river or whatever in LA. Um, and I think when I saw that, I I was still very much in the guitar band. Yeah. 
yeah. mode back then or just acoustics and I kind of saw I don't know there's something about it and it's kind of a cliche to say because so many people would have felt that movie was kind of like a zeitgeist for electronic music or whatever so um, I think it started there and then once you kind of get your hands on a laptop that can run something like Ableton you can you can figure out that oh that's the Juno oh that's that sound and then you learn about uh, you know the there's the profit you know and uh, so it was kind of just um, and the fact that you can get this huge sound Mm. without being anywhere other than you know at home or you can even be on a train doing it or something like that yeah yeah it's it's an interesting one because I hear it done badly a lot (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and not not in your case obviously but you know you hear because uh, Ableton is very accessible or, or other programs like it Logic, Pro Tools, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever you're having yourself, right? Uh, you know, it means that everyone has a music studio in their pocket, really. Right? Yeah. Uh, not everyone should have a music studio <laughs> in their pocket, you know. I wonder, most of the people whose music I've enjoyed in this genre over the last while are coming at it from a different angle. So they're writing songs first that then have the production elements laid over them, as opposed to... I'm just mucking about with some loops mm-hmm. potentially in Ableton. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the kind of the music comes second, if you know what I mean. The craft comes okay, second. Yeah. Do you know? I wonder if that's it. Maybe the fact that you can play an instrument, you understand how things work, you understand how songs are structured, that it, maybe you're able to put it together. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what the answer is, by the way. I'm just kind of making a no, comment. No, oh, no, sure, yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's, that's fair enough. Like, I mean, because I've definitely written trash and uh you know and been like yeah i've been i get too you know i get too caught up in the sounds and that everybody does it you, you spend half an hour looking for a snare sound when you know what does it really matter is it really going to serve the song yeah. um so I, I definitely fall into that and i think whatever i do next like when i'm listening to the cp i'm like i want to take more out i want to be trying to be more vulnerable yeah, yeah. um if I possible heard, i was listening to a great podcast with uh, rick rubin Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Last week, no, it's about two weeks ago. It's a it's a conversation between himself and Malcolm Gladwell, right? So it's like right, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, it was, I'll you, it's about uh, Rick Rubin has a book coming out about creativity. And I've seen bits of it actually. Bit, like, there's been a lot of kind of stuff yeah. online lately about it. So yeah, yeah, he's doing the rounds, you know. Yeah, um, that's it. But uh, the I mean, okay, so Rick Rubin, legendary producer, has, you know, has a list as long as your arm, and uh, but he often talks about the simplicity is at the key. You know, it's when you think. You need to add stuff. He 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 spends a lot of his time actually taking stuff taking away, away yeah. you know. Um, and it, like a probably a brilliant example of that is Johnny Cash. Oh yeah. To take yeah. like Johnny Cash when those American recordings mm-hmm. at, the, at the end of his career, and what's brilliant about them is most of the songs that are famous yeah. from that are very very simple production wise. Yeah, yeah. Like Hurt it was oh. probably the the gateway for many people. <sighs> I mean that song. Yeah. It's yeah. I can even just mentioned it now. I can still think that's of something. Powerful. You know? yeah. But that's mostly just an acoustic guitar, two acoustic guitars, and a piano. Yeah. There's a kind of a weird kind of a synth thing that comes in, but it's very very that's low it, in the mix. Subtle. But that's it. Yeah. There's nothing else here. Obviously, Cash's voice. You know. That's it. He's telling the, he's telling the story. You know. Mm. I was actually thinking about this earlier. It was like years ago. I never got Elvis. You know. I was just like, what what's the thing? And I had maybe people older in my family say like he could deliver the song and you know same, same with Frank Sinatra where you didn't write the songs and I was like well, I don't understand this what's the big deal but I understand now from trying to write them and in a minute I'm going to try and deliver one um, that they're it, to go really deep down each one is like how, how could you do both maybe very few people can do mm. both and that's why you know I have so much respect for like someone that can deliver a song is just incredible you know it's something I definitely I struggle with you know I feel but well, we're going to put it yeah, up to we'll you now. So, now, now. Right, we're going to put it up to you now. Right, okay. So, uh, Deshota, the EP 
Never Enough it's coming out on the 15th of March right just before St. Patrick's yeah. Day uh, this the, the last track Sultan that's on it mm-hmm. is the song that you're going to play is that on it it well? is indeed yeah. okay so this is Looking For You this was the single last year that's right yeah, okay Teddy right well look uh, the acoustic guitar is there take it away when, in your own time sure It's a certain kind of half-life Playing by the rules While you focus on a memory I try to make it up to you Waiting for moments to pass Feel like I'm living without the facts Only I Keep looking for reasons to ask I guess I leave it to chance I wanna know it all Maybe I'm too involved It's what I wanna see when I'm not looking for you I wanna hold it all Pick up after the fall It's what I wanna be when I'm not looking for you It's a certain kind of sadness I know that I can choose Got a reason to be kind, you leave me for dead Gonna read about it after their watershed Waiting for moments to pass, feel like I'm living without the facts Only I Keep looking for reasons to ask I guess I'll leave it to chance I wanna know it all Maybe I'm too involved It's what I wanna see when I'm not looking for you I wanna hold it all Pick up after the fall It's what I wanna be when I'm not looking for you Too late I'm already somebody else You're already somebody else's Turn on the light and see Just wait for someone to tell you it's real I'm warning against all I feel I'm warning you I wanna know it all Maybe I'm too involved It's what I wanna see when I'm not looking for you I wanna hold it all Pick up after the fall It's what I wanna be when I'm not looking for you That's class Thank That's you. class. Cheers. That was deadly. Yeah, that was good. You've nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah, absolutely nothing to worry about. That, so that's uh, Dashoda. Dashoda. I keep getting keep saying Dashoda. I keep wanting to. I should have just said Dashoda in the beginning. I'm, I threw the spanner in the works. No, do you know what? You need to put a, a, like a fada over it or something like that's that. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, there's the guitar break. Ah, look, don't worry. About <laughs> um, right. So the EP. Uh, never enough. It's coming out on the fifteenth of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing a gig that night in the Workmans. That's right, yeah, in the cellar in the new venue. I think it just opened up after the pandemic. Yeah, uh, I've been to a lot of gigs there over the last kind of year. I just think it's a, it's a great space. It's kind of like it's such a nice kind of faux bougie a- atmosphere, mm. uh, and, and you know it's dark and it actually sounds great if you ever like stand right like near the front in front of the speakers. You get a 
a nice whack as well. So hopefully I can deliver the same. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. Oh, well, look, I'm sure, I'm sure you will. When you're doing that gig that night, are you on your own or what way will it go? Going to have a band this time. I, I was doing a tour in December. I did a support tour for 49th in Maine. There Class. On the Irish. I was great crack, you know. It was great to get out there again. First, first few gigs in like three years. And uh, I did that on my own just with like Ableton and a synth and a guitar, which I was nervous about because you're like, will people think it's karaoke or not? But uh, it, it actually worked. I kind of leaned into it and now I'm looking forward to having a band because just having a real drummer there and um, my friend Alma is going to be on keys as well. Um, just just having people to feed, you know, uh, back off on stage, you know. Brilliant. Well, we wish you all the best with the, the EP Never Enough coming out on the 15th of March. If you want to find out more about Dashota, do a Google. Uh, you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter. I took a nice picture of you there when you were performing oh. so everyone can see uh, how handsome you are <laughs> and they can see your lovely uh, Martin, Martin guitar. Martin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's up on the B Twitter and it's also up on Instagram and you can kind of follow the link from there if you wish. Listen, wish you all the best with the EP. Thanks so much for coming down. Uh, cheers, Rob. It was great to be here. No especially for listening years ago when it was 17 or 18. <laughs> I've been here, it's brilliant. Yeah, so thanks for having me. Well, you're most welcome. You're most welcome. God, you're on form tonight.